Hey friends, welcome to another episode of Heart and Hustle, Visionary Healers, Movers, and Shakers. I am your hostess, Paulette Riestini. I am your movement motivator and your passion instigator and your magic maker and your transformational lifestyle and business creativity coach, <laughs> among only a few other million things. Um, but you know, in this series, I love to bring you people who are making magic, who are creating change, who are bringing goodness to the world, who are expressing their souls, who are living life and guiding others, inspiring others, um, and just moving with beautiful intention with soul and body and mind and everything else in between. So, um, and I'm so excited. Finally, finally, I get to bring you says Christensen today from Copenhagen. Yes. And thank you so much for having me. I was so glad to have you. We've, we've been trying to do this now for several months and then COVID made everything crazy. And, um, and I first came in contact with says through insight timer. I didn't know that actually. Okay. Yeah. Wonderful. So you read a beautiful poem or meditation and I'm like, who is this woman? <laughs> I need to know her. She's amazing. Uh, and, um, just, uh, an incredibly feminine magical force. That was the feeling I got from you. And I'm like, and so I reached out, you know, what do you do? You reach out. You gotta, exactly. You want to meet someone? You got to say, Hey, exactly. Yes. And so, and here you are, and my friends, I'm so happy to introduce her to you, and you will just fall madly in love with her, and her work, and her words, and all that she's bringing to the world. So, says, why don't you tell us a little bit about you and what's going on? Yeah. Um, so, I am, uh, I'm a poet and a mother, and I think they go quite well together, those two. Um, I have, um, I was born in Southern Africa. Um, but I live in the Nordics now. I live in Denmark, and it's quite an adjustment to to change hemisphere, never mind country. Um, and I think um, over yeah over my lifetime, I've spent a lot of time kind of trying to make a sense of my emotions and my highly sensitive. Um, ways of being and it's always been poetry that has helped me uh, make sense of my world and my emotions and dreams you know it's there is no other language that can really articulate um, like the experience we have uh, in dreams or when we're having something some connection with our with our soul or spirit um, there's no language I've ever found that has really been able to express it um, in the way that makes uh, sense to me. So even since I was eight years old, I was writing poetry and my parents thought I was extremely strange. Um, and <laughs> I can only imagine now having my own children and an eight-year-old, uh, what, it, what it would be like to read poetry about um, the apartheid and uh, growing up in a place with such extremes between poverty and um, mm. and wealth and color and and it just affected me so much um, as a child. So nature has been 
this kind of refuge that I've always found and through being in nature and feeling so small in it um, it's kind of uh, led that poetry and nature uh, combination um, to kind of come together within me Uh, so so that's what I do I guess I I combine nature and poetry um, into this kind of emotional healing um, practice and at the moment um, I'm working on a couple of books uh, as I'm always doing I think in the background of, of everything else <laughs> yeah that's um, that's my soul work for sure um, above above it all there's just something so old sold about um, holding a book in your hands you know even even these days where everything's so digital and and you know the first thing I do in the morning is um, open a book like a, a physical book and it just it's just something so different so uh, that's what I want to contribute towards uh, in this world at least well I love that and I'm I'm so with you on the whole book thing and as a publisher and an author and I mean I have a couple of my books right yes I know, you know? yeah and uh, <laughs> done out, I've done four in fact it's my year anniversary for my last one um, congratulations thank incredible. you thank you and uh, but it's so it's so rewarding to put it out there but it's so mm-hmm. fulfilling to get it down into that form and then to hold it and and I mm. I read a lot of books on my iPad because I travel and I I've been listening to more books uh, on my uh, when I'm out running in the morning I yeah. listen to a lot of inspirational type books and stuff when I run and I love that but there's mm. still nothing about the physical book I mean nothing can Absolutely. take its place right no and and the beauty is um, you know having those audiobooks it really does connect you to a bigger world you know there's not a lot of time to sit down and read um, right so so it is a beautiful thing technology but I, I think when your soul is aching or you're having you know some going through some kind of hardship there is just nothing more remedial than than opening an old book and you know smelling it and just you know it just takes you to another place and also be able to write in it <laughs> yeah I no. like things yes exactly <laughs> I go back and, and then rewrite and yeah I'm, yeah I'm such a fan of that too yeah. and then and then the journaling I mean because yes. I think you're a, you're a big journaler and writer and, and teacher of writing as am I and every morning I have to have my written my pen and my journal and it's therapy it's literally uh I, I i don't know about you but it's um i think i speak more to my journal than i do my husband and friends uh, <laughs> you know especially if i'm going through something difficult it's just it is literally my uh my therapist and and just that cathartic experience of putting that something that is within inside of you onto a piece of paper it's like it's a release and uh, you can just see your thoughts on paper which is quite disturbing but it's also <laughs> quite healing because you're like right. really that's uh, that doesn't seem so important well, it, or... right you know and I think when it gets stuck in your head mm. you know it becomes that mishmash mishmash you know totally and then when you get it down on paper it's like oh mm. okay exactly. well that's that's great or that's good get it out of the body Mm. you know or, or it's not so bad or oh that sucks I'm just gonna let it go or whatever whatever yeah. wherever you go with it but it's got to get out of here it's got to get out of the body 
Totally. And it, it's like, um, it's when you're identifying with it, um, you identify it with it most when it's in, inside of you, it's part of you. Um, and then that putting it on paper, there's that sudden separation where it's no longer a part of you. It's, it's just something from you. And I think that's, um, that's incredibly healing when you can just create that distance between uh. you and the the monkey brain up there yeah that yeah. thing but yeah, and it thing. also gives it just great clarification yeah you know exactly. it's even it's even it's the same thing like when you're writing down a dream mm. when you write it down and you find the words it becomes such a different picture than what you had flying around in there right exactly isn't it isn't it amazing how when you're trying to articulate a dream just there's there's like almost this lacking of a of a language you know because how you it's like a feeling and it's a it's all sensory but when you put it down into that minimal sort of neanderthal form of uh, of language it just it makes it seem so less ethereal and mm. and magical but it also kind of it makes human sense and you right. can kind of yes. see what it is that your subconscious is going through so good but it's hard yeah <laughs> <laughs> i love it so so i know that you're working on some new projects and how how do you work with people with your words and your poetry what's what's your main are, are, do you call yourself a coach do you call yourself a teacher a guide it's a good question and it's something i think i'm still working on kind of defining for myself because I feel as soon as I've defined it, it becomes a little too difficult to, um, you know, I feel like I'm, what I can offer is something that is quite hard to define. So I, at the moment, the way I work with people is um, I offer um, to write them healing poetry. Uh, I like a personalized poem and um, they go through a questionnaire and we have a conversation about some of their pain points and what they're going through at the moment and I go and take this um, story that they've given to me and I I go into the nature in our cabin and I take it with me and I listen to nature and I sit with it and I take it on as my own and I've find solutions and healings within nature so um, and then I'll put it into a poem um, which might take me a couple of days to kind of rework and really feel into um, and then I offer it back to them it's kind of like uh, yeah self-help in a poem I guess uh -huh. so uh -huh. I'm not sure exactly if it's um, and I and I definitely encourage people to take what they what they resonate with and, and leave what they don't like they should do with everything because I'm not uh, I'm not a coach but I'm I'm just there to uh. hear and and see their pain and I think sometimes that's um, you know just space holding is is something quite incredible um, just to feel like you're seen and heard yes. um, so whatever that is that's what I am. <laughs> Oh, we need to coin a new term for you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. What, what is? <laughs> oh, because it's really All incredible. Kinds of weird. You know, well, and I mean, I know a woman. Uh, she's actually one of my dancers who is a painter, and she um, will work with somebody and channel or whatever you want to call, like mm. spirit animal guides, and then paint something 
for that person. So in That's a way, beautiful. it's the same kind of thing. It's yeah. just a different medium. Um, yes. And they're all tools. They're all beautiful tools for us to reach a, what? A deeper awareness and understanding. Exactly. And sometimes you could, some, sometimes you don't have the words or the, um, you know, the means or the time or, or the connection. Sometimes you're just going through a really bad um, point in your life and it's very hard to channel all that um, healing or positive energy or, or connect with spirits. And, and sometimes you need someone just to show you the way or give you some kind of um, hope through that uh, ability that you have. So that sharing of um, knowledge or that sharing of hope is um, it's also really important in, in both mm. of the work that we do. And I love what you said because um, people want to be seen and heard. Yeah. I think that's one of the, the main components of being human. Absolutely. And I think, you know, I probably mostly because of personal experience, but that is so much why I, I got into this and why I reply to every single one of the Insight Timer um, comments, because I'm true. I'm so truly grateful that someone took the moment to listen and comment um, and to let someone not be to let their comment not be seen or heard you know I feel uh -huh. it's like some grave injustice that I'm doing and I, and I do spend too much time replying to people you know <laughs> considering how much work I have to do but it's it's probably the most meaningful part of my work is because I know what it's like to not be seen and not be heard and reach out to people that you connect with and just to never get anything back um uh -huh. it it really makes you shrink and it makes you validate all this you know stuff that is not true um within yourself uh so so i'm very conscious of that at least so was there something in your past that happened to you about that 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 projected you yes. onto this part of your past um, I think, I think mostly me not hearing or seeing myself um, mm. has been a really big part of why I do what I do today. I think I've been drowning out a lot of, um, of my own wisdom and my intuition. I've been drowning out and escaping. I've traveled a lot and lived in a lot of different places. And, you know, the subtle inner knowing that kind of was trying to guide me into the right direction um, has been very uh, solidly and cons consistently stamped out um, by myself and habits and um, addictions. And I think the when I had to be still from becoming a mother and marrying a Danish um, guy, and moving to his home country and literally, you know, concreting my feet into the ground so I could be still. I really had to face myself and um, and discover that part of me that's been calling me my whole life. And I've just not seen or heard it because I've been looking with the wrong senses. You know, I should have been looking with the heart and and not with uh, my desires or my ego. So uh, that has been a big contribution to, to seeing things and hearing things properly in my life. So good, so good. We can <laughs> run away or we can yes. you know, jump right in.
Um, I think yeah. I've always been a jumper inner. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good trait to have. <laughs> I never quite said it that way before, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so tell me about like your daily practice, self-care, writing, motherhood. Yeah. At the moment, um, so we live very, very small. Um, and, you know, behind this wall is a bunch of kids and a husband, you know, being <laughs> quiet. <laughs> so um, we've intentionally decided to to live small and so we could spend most of our time in our cabin. And um, so at the moment, we're kind of like sardines shuffling around. We have uh, our routines, but we and we know which side of the apartment we can be on. My husband meditates on the balcony and I meditate um, on the little patch of uh, flooring that we have here. Um, and to be honest, I think I have never been a routine kind of person, um, but I can very much link not having a container that can hold oh. me every single day um, is very detrimental to my mental and emotional health. So I really had to, um, you know, tighten up on my on my discipline. So um, I tend to make um, coffee like this ritualistic um, act, and it really puts me in the mood in the morning. Coffee is a really big thing here in Denmark, so we slow brew, we like heat the oat milk and it's just, it's very silent and beautiful. Mm. And I make sure that that first cup is, um, is just enjoyed without thinking too much. And um, I run every day after dropping my, my kids off at um, school. And I try and listen to um, a podcast or um, a book and after that I'm fully into writing I've had to also learn because I can um, let myself get away with either uh, too much writing or too much research so I have a timer <laughs> and I have to work in 40 minute stints and then when that timer goes I'm allowed to you know I'm, I'm okay to search the internet or, or research something nice. or have a cup of tea, but it's it, that's made such a massive difference uh, because I would, I would just uh, never be that productive. I would write the whole day and not have anything to show for it. So uh, I had to just make sure that these, um, these little work sprints. Yeah, exactly. And I think being a mother with the small children and, also intentionally doing this job so I can spend more time with them is um, is is very important to to make sure that I finish in time so I do have that afternoon with them so having a, a slightly stricter routine has really helped me because before I would just be working with them in the same room and that's you know that's just the opposite of what I was really trying to achieve so everything's quite routine at the moment and it works really well and if I if I slip up I've learned more than anything just to be nice to myself right you know because I think before when I was trying to um, finish um, a, a huge book that I, I, I had written I was very unkind in the in the moments where I wasn't um, part of this routine or waking up at five like I used to 
and uh, and that was and that's just not worth living you know that's not worth writing for there has to be some forgiveness um oh. so at least i've gotten better that's part of my my daily ritual is just forgive forgive oh, everything that's yeah. good <laughs> <laughs> wow um i am a get up at five person and great just you well know done. but but you know i love the morning the morning is yeah. my it's my spiritual zone. Mm. It's my connection with earth and, you know, my words and outside. Yeah. And cause that's when I, and I go out for a run and, you know, if I don't have that, then my day is crazy. Yeah. And, and how, how do you get up? What's the trigger that, that wakes you up or uh, me? I just, wake yeah. up. <laughs> I just wake up. Sometimes it's four 30. Sometimes okay. it might be my dog. Um, uh, but it, I've pretty much got that little alarm clock in my head. Yeah. I don't, I don't use an alarm clock unless I have to travel or something like that. Wow. That's amazing. Uh, but I just love it so much. Mm. It's the holy hour, right? Yeah. It's <laughs> totally the holy hour mm. or two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it's about, yeah, it's about two. It's pretty good. And then, uh, beautiful. Um, so I have a question for you. Do you okay. have any poem you could read us? I might do, yes. It's never too far from my desk. Okay. Now, do you have any books out now? I do. I have um, this one, which is Healing Her. And that one. And is that, um, is, that, I, is that new? That's new. So this is the this is the first poetry book I wrote, oh. um, and um, it it's currently number one in. African poetry on Amazon. Yes. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> it's, a, it's a little, uh, thank you. Um, and it, uh, it's been out for a year and a half, I think. Um, and I have a, a new, a new poetry book called Story Medicine, which is also out and a journal, uh, a guided journal as well. And, and, and that's part of the work that you're doing right now too, isn't it? Yes, that's part of the work as well. Um, I'm I'm writing the sequel to Healing Her, um, and it's it's always I I don't really get to choose what I do next. It it it, it comes from me. <laughs> and there's no choice. It's yeah. like this is what you're doing, and uh, and then I just have to begin, and and it ends in a book. So. Um, but I have one other book, which is with a publisher in the US, um, and it's a, a nonfiction book about uh, motherhood as a spiritual practice. Mm. So that's quite a quite a niche there. But it's um, yeah. So there are four books at the Sweet. moment. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Let me see. So the poems don't actually have uh, names. But this is on page 29. So, <laughs> 29. Okay. <clears throat> I waited for him to understand what I felt. I waited for him to see what only I could. But the longer I waited, the more I lost myself in the need for permission. So instead of waiting, I started inspiring. I gave myself the permission to be who I wanted to be and realized I could validate myself. And so I stopped and so I stepped into my own truth, one breath, one beat, one foot at a time. And with that confidence and conviction, 
I no longer needed him to see me. And all of a sudden, he saw everything. Mm. Yes. <laughs> isn't, isn't that the truth of, oh, it's of so love, good. right? <laughs> yes, yes. And now you do, and you do um, meditations too. Yes, I'm, uh, it, it's funny, I've been a great fan of Insight Timer for such a long time, but um, I think there's something where you, the voice and the nuances and the words, they have to really resonate for me to sit in, in that space, that sacred space. Um, and I found it quite hard to, to find people like that. So I started writing my own for, for myself and put in poetry and I'm such an audio experience. Like I, I, I wanna be in that forest and I, I wanna be in that clearing or on that beach and, and hear the birds. I'm, I love the experience of meditation. Um, but for a long time, I thought there was something wrong in, in having music or like you just oh. had to sit in silence. And, um, and when I started creating my own meditations, I was just like, this, this makes me happy. They're, they're just, there they can't be anything wrong with that. Um, so I shared them on Insight Timer. And there is a audience for poetic meditations, apparently. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. yes there is. And me. <laughs> I'm, I'm so grateful. <laughs> <laughs> so beautiful. All right, my friends out there. So if you do Insight Timer, and of course, I... I recommend Insight Timer to all my clients and students and because I just love it and I use it mm. every day, every day. And uh, um, so check out her stuff on Insight Timer, but also check out her stuff on her site, which is gorgeous because you have a new website now. Yes, right? um, yes, finally, yes. <sighs> Ooh, man, I know I'm in the process of creating a whole new branding website and everything. And it, it takes over, doesn't it? It really, oh, the dreams about websites and oh God, yeah. But it's really quite beautiful, quite Thank beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, Thank and you. it's it feels like a journey in itself. Yes, that is so true and very well said. It's definitely a journey, and 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 being represented in in a website is um, extremely extremely personal and uh, and challenging as well. Like the look and and what your offerings are, it's it's all like a a CV, you know. So it's it's quite the journey, like you say. It is, and and I was just um, talking with my branding person, and it's all about your values, your yeah. vision, mm. and your mission. Absolutely. You know, it's yeah. so good. And, and yours is just exquisite. So thank you. Do you have any, any words of inspiration or advice or anything you want to tell our people out here? I think, um, I think over this last year, um, everything has shifted everything um, for us as creative people. And I know a lot of people have um, found different ways to, to inspire others and to work with the limitations that we've been, that we've been given. And just, um, you know, evolution is adaptation. So I think for myself having had to adapt, I really feel like it's been some part of my own growth and evolution and just just to keep 
keep reminding yourself of that uh, even if you've divest or, or done something quite different like make a entirely new website um, <laughs> there, there is a, there's a greater evolution behind it um, and just to keep adapting I think it's really shown us that that is that is what is needed in this world and uh, and just to keep going that's oh, that's, that's, what it's that's really about. so so wise to keep adapting because what are our choices yeah, exactly. And we and, and I think this is exactly what has shown us um, where our strength lies, you know, if we just sit on our hands and say, well, you know, the world has happened to me and this has happened to me, then we're not in a place of power. But the moment you start adapting is the moment you step into your own power, your your own ability to to um, look after yourself and keep creating. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. All right, friends out in heart and hustle land. Thank you for spending another another episode time with me and with says today and you'll get all her links and everything. Please go check out her site and get her books and have her write poetry for you. <laughs> so incredible, so incredible, so very, very special. <sighs> so magical and that just makes my heart flutter gives me goosebumps actually just thinking about it um and i thank you says for doing the work that you do in the world and for getting it out there which is also another part of doing the work right yes that's so very true and, and vice versa yeah so um thank you for spending some time with me yeah. It's my pleasure. Thank you. Hopefully for we can me. do it again. I hope and, so. Definitely. And uh, best wishes on all your writing and your books and your journeys. So, Deepest and, gratitude. Thank you. Yeah. And thank you, friends. I am Paulette Ristini, your hostess. And here we are in Heart and Hustle, visionary healers, movers, and shakers. Until we meet again. Many blessings. Mwah. <laughs>